want to thank you for joining us this evening. You're listening to SML Inside the Pages with Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, Incorporated, located at 525 East. I said that wrong. You know that? This is a live recording so that you people, so that you know. Located at 524. I almost sent you to a neighbor. 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Today is August 3rd. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. Listen, if you didn't know, we're inside the pages. We're inside the pages of the book of Revelation. Learning, experiencing, repenting, and finding mercy. It is a blessing to those that read it, they that hear it, those that keep the words of this prophecy. You'll be blessed. I know you'll be blessed. You're certainly washed by the word of God. We'll be right back after this message. what we're looking for but even more importantly how about you will you keep your word you said i'll do it can he trust you at all times you know the the, the bible said that david god gave this testimony about david uh I, I wonder if you heard this testimony before i, I know you heard the testimony about how david uh, messed up with you uh uriah's wife I know you heard that, but did you know that God said that David 
kept all his commandments with that exception, with the exception of that hiccup, David was obedient unto the Lord. David said, God said, David did it. And he even went as far as to say, he's a man after my own heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray and ask that you bless us as we go into your word. You know the need of each individual. You know, Lord God, what we all have need of. You know the mental, you know the physical, you know the emotional. You know what is needed, Lord. I, I pray and ask that you bless those that are listening, those that will be listening to, the, uh, to this later. Lord God, we thank you for your mercy and your kindness throughout this day. Or, Lord God, some is getting up. Some is starting the day. Others are in the middle of the day as we come to the close of a day. Lord God, we thank you because you recognize and understand all of this. You said uh, that two will be in the field working. Two will be in the bed sleep, Lord God. And, and so we know that, that you're aware of the time zones, Lord God, that there's nothing that escapes you. I pray and ask that you would bless each one of the sound of my voice, Lord God. And uh, I, I ask that you would keep me, help us to live safe, help us to do your will. And help us to keep the vows that we've made unto you. If you help us, we'll keep those vows. Lord God, if you help us, Lord, we'll let us say, you help us, Lord God, we'll be able to help someone else. Pray and ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Listen, we're in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 44. Now, I said that we're shooting from the hip. Is that right? We're shooting from the hip. Amen. Now, some ministers you will can attest, they, they know what that means. Now, for some of you may not know, but shooting from the hip. Uh, and there's also uh, sometimes uh, people get what, what you call a shotgun message. And so meaning that they don't really have a specific target in mind. But they're going to use what, uh, back in the day, I, I heard them in the Westerns. I like Westerns. One of my favorites is uh, is Open Range. I can watch that over and over again with Kevin Costner. And so and I, I'll sit down and just have the TV on uh, 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 and just plan, just going through, uh, just going on and playing Westerns. You know, the old black and white, my, my children say, oh, he like wholesome. That's called wholesome TV. You know, the Rifleman. That that's wholesome wholesome TV. Uh, they they wouldn't even hold hands on on rifle men, even though they had eyes for one another. Uh, they wouldn't hold hands. Uh, nobody snuck a kiss or nothing like that. Uh, you know, to, today you you barely into it long, and and they done already uh, Frenching it up, tongue all down. Well, anyway, listen, they've already made their move. They done bust the move, but. Uh, they used to call them scatter guns. Oh, you got that scatter gun, you know, which was another word for a shotgun. Uh, but um, but no, and, and I'm not using a uh, what you would call an assault rifle, something that that to target. Well, I guess maybe uh, you know there might be some target here, but but listen, I'm really shooting from the hip tonight. So which means that I don't have my notes with me. I'm, that's what it is. You know how your notes. And, you know, and so we're in the word of God, which we're always going to reference and use the word of God anyway, because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. 
And so the Bible tells us over in Ezekiel 44, beginning at the 10th verse. And the Levites that are gone away far from me, when Israel went astray, which went astray away from me after their idols, they shall even bear their iniquity. God is dealing with the ministers. We're talking about the duties in the temple. You know, we go to church and, and, and we, you, you attend service. God has a structure. No matter what anyone else says, God has an expectation. And so uh, the ministers during this time of which the, they should have been carrying out their duties, they went astray. Israel went astray. The ministers threw, threw the, in the towel and they started doing things too. The 11th verse says, yet they shall be ministers in my sanctuary, having charge at the gates of the house and ministering to the house. They shall slay the burnt offerings and the sacrifices for the people, and they shall stand before them to minister unto them. Because they ministered unto them before their idols and caused the house of Israel to fall into iniquity. Therefore have I lifted up my hand against them, said the Lord God, and they shall bear their iniquity. You know, many want to escape. Uh-huh. People want to escape what they've done. And if you are remorseful, if you regret what you've done, that's, that's when we repent. That's when we ask God for forgiveness of sin. That's when we cry out unto the Lord. That's when we run down to the altar and ask God to forgive us. That's when we start seeking him with our whole heart and asking for mercy. Because then uh, we're, we're crying out. We're seeking him to have those sins pardoned. But if you don't seek God for a pardon, a pardon of your sin, and not because you got caught. You know, when we get, sometimes we get caught and then it becomes, I'm sorry. You know, you ever catch your child doing something and, and before you can even pronounce a, a punishment or something, they start saying, I'm sorry. Uh, they're sorry because they got caught. You get caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Uh, but before you got caught, you were sneaking, you was going on about what you wanted to do. And you, you, you really are sneaking because you know that you don't want to get caught, but it happens. It happens. If you ever been caught, my hand is up. You ever been caught doing something, you know? Uh, and you you know you got caught, and had you got away with it, you would have been smiling. You know, you would have been enjoying the the fruit of your sneakiness. But when you got caught, uh, what would have been sweet all of a sudden became bitter. And so uh, some people don't change until they, uh, and so they shall bear their iniquity. Now, none of us have gone without bearing our iniquity. All of us. Because the Bible said, uh, uh, be not deceived. God is not what? He's not mocked. Uh, and so, therefore, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Now, we can reap some good things by doing what's right. But if we do what's wrong, we're going to have to bear our iniquity. We're going to have to deal with the chastisement. And chastisement is good because the Bible said he loved those that whom, he, whom the Lord loved, he chastened. 
And if you be without chastisement, then you're a bastard. And that's what the Bible said. And, and so therefore, uh, chastisement don't feel good for the moment. But if we endure chastisement, it brings about peaceable fruit. If we endure chastisement, it brings about change, fruits of righteousness. If we endure that chastisement and not resent it, it makes a difference. It matures us. You know, we were having a discussion today at work because of a situation that has come up and, and been dealing with it for about a week now. And it's very, it's very painful. Uh, however, it's those painful things, those painful things that you deal with uh, from time to time that you remember. And you remember what caused the pain. And you take preventive measures to keep that from reoccurring. And so it is those things that, that, that you know when you've been chasing. And it was painful. You didn't like it. And because you didn't like it, you stopped. You've altered. You've made changes so that you would never experience that again. Well, these uh, individuals didn't do that. They knew the iniquity. And now they're going to bear the, this iniquity, transgression, from doing what is wrong. The Bible said, and they shall not come near unto me. Why? Somebody, well, I'm a minister. Well, he said to that minister or those ministers uh, that uh, they shall not come near unto me to do the office of a priest unto me, nor to come near to any of my holy things in the most holy place, but they shall bear the shame in their abomination, which they have committed. Now, how are they going to do this? Well, the Bible just told us in a few verses above that, that uh, they're going to be ministering and slaying burnt offerings and sacrifices for the people, and they shall stand unto them and minister to them. They're going to be outside instead of inside. You don't want to be outside. You want to be inside. Yes. You want to be near the Lord. Thank you. you don't want God to say you can't come near me as a result of what you've done. You don't want him to say you can't. You know, how many people have said, Lord, I repent. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm not going to do that anymore. And when that itch come, I got to scratch that itch. I'm going to be candid. Uh, I got to scratch that. I need to have sex. Uh, I need to do it. Lord, you created this body and uh, you know with sexual beings. Uh, yes, he does. But he's also know that he gave you a will. Yeah. He also know that he gave you some, some common sense. He also know that he gave you an ability uh, that the Bible said if you resist the devil while calling upon the name of the Lord. Paul said, I crucified this flesh daily. You're going to tell me that they didn't feel those men didn't feel a need. You're going to tell me that Lydia and those other women that was gathering by the river, that they didn't feel a need as well. But they sacrificed their bodies at, unto the Lord. And, you know, the more you do something, the easier it becomes to do. It doesn't. And, and I'm not one of those preachers, uh, one of those ministers that tell you that you're not going to feel. Uh, it's normal to feel things. Amen. It's normal. It's not God made you that way, but not to abuse it, not to misuse it. And so well, that's not what we're going to do. 
uh, because we have, because we're God's people. You know, there's a was a basketball player. His name was A.C. Green. A lot of people knew of him. He played with the Lakers, uh, but he was also a minister. And, and so he wasn't doing all the uh, the the, the uh, when they went on the field. Excuse me, when they went traveling, when they was at home, and you know, and those ladies that had backstage pageants. We talked about that on Sunday. Jezebel uh, had the backstage pass and was there. You know, showing what they was willing to do uh, and making all type of offerings. Uh, he abstained. He practiced abstinence. And they made fun of him for a while, but they also gained the respect for him. And he never he never surrendered, uh, not that I'm aware of or heard about, uh, because he was consecrated unto the Lord. Yes. How many are consecrated unto the Lord today? Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, how many know that, that sometimes you, you gonna, uh, when you consecrate, you're going to feel desires and you're going to feel like you want to do something and follow the crowd uh, but because but you remember Thank you, that I made a vow to the Lord yes, and I won't take it back Thank you. I, for God I live and for God I die I know that if I hold on uh, the Bible said uh, 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 that we should uh, hold on to the faith that if I hold on to the word I'm not talking about just believing in God I mean uh, practicing what you preach practicing what's been preached to you yes, practicing what you, you read Practicing and knowing uh, the God that you serve can keep you that that is just a feeling and, and that feeling is not there 24 7 that feeling is not there every day of the week. So, you know, it comes and goes. However, you, you learn to overcome and control you, your appetite Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. until God release you, you until God set things up for you. Hallelujah. Listen. The Bible says that, but I will make them keepers of the charge of the house for all the service thereof and for all that shall be done therein. But the priest of the Levites, that the sons of uh, Zadok and that kept the charge of my sanctuary. When the children of Israel went astray from me. They shall come near to me to minister unto me. Listen to that. Those that was faithful. Yes. You better get it. Thank you. Uh, those that was faithful. All right. uh, God said they'll come near to me. Uh, and they shall stand before me to offer unto me the fat and the blood, saith the Lord God. Not only are they going, but they shall enter into my sanctuary. And they shall come near to my table to minister unto me. I feel like running up the aisle right now. They're going to come near me to minister at my table. I, I feel like rejoicing because everybody is not going to sit at the table. Uh, every, uh, everybody is not going to be there uh huh, at my table. They shall minister unto me and they shall keep my charge. Why? Because they already had a frame of mind. They already was keeping the word of God while others went astray. While others said, well, you know, other people are doing it. I'm going to do it too. You know, uh, uh, there's been um, artists. There's been people that uh, decided that they were going to live for the Lord. And somebody told them one day that, well, you know, you've been a goody two-shoe. You know, you ain't never did nothing bad. That's a testimony. Why would you give up that testimony 
and because you want to prove to somebody that you know how to do something stupid. Why would you give up that testimony and you serving God because somebody said, well, you know, you, you've never, uh, and I never will. Why should I? Why should I come down when I'm doing a good work? Why should I stop what I'm doing when I'm doing what's right to do something wrong so that you can say, who are you? I'm setting an example to let you know that you can live right, that you can do what's right. But if I come down, well, you've never fallen from grace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Where does it say in the Bible that you have to fall from grace? Where does it say in the Bible that you have to give up, do something wrong so you can know what it means to be wrong? Where did we come up with that kind of stuff? Where did that mess come from? Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. That's a doctrine of the devil. That's not a doctrine of God. That's a doctrine of the enemy. That's not uh, any what you find a scripture. You show me. You find where the word of God said that as a child of God, you must fall from grace. You must go on and do what's wrong. Now, you may hear some pages turning because I'm, I'm reading from the word of God. I'm reading directly from my Bible. Uh-huh. So, yeah, paper. Yes, I'm using paper tonight. Listen, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. So God finds exceeding joy in the fact that you did not fall from grace. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank he you. finds a joy. The Bible said there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels over one sinner that repents. So when one person repents, Somebody's going cuckoo for cocoa puffs in front of the presence of the angels. Somebody is going is, is losing their fruit loops in the presence of the angels. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because of one person that repented. And here it is. The Bible said that that now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. So see, you don't have to fall and to present you faultless. Uh huh. Before his presence with exceeding joy, just going crazy, just just. Oh, man. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Thank you. These ministers realized that God was able to keep them in the, in the, the situation that, that they didn't even cause. But yet they refused to give up. Daniel was a young man who grew up uh, with the Chaldeans. Daniel was in captivity. Daniel couldn't figure out why in the world am I, I'm in this situation. Why am I going through this? The Bible said that, that Daniel was reading the book of Jeremiah and understood why they were in captivity. It was because of some folks. Uh-huh. It was because of some folks. And, you know, I, I want to say some church folks. Uh, folks that, that go, but they don't do folks that show up and that's all they do they show up and they eventually show out Israel showed up but they also showed up 
The Bible said that, that Moses was in the mountain and, and the Lord told Moses, get down off the hill because those people are sinning. Get down there. Moses had to hurry up and get back to where they were because the people had sat down to eat. Uh, Aaron said, we're going to sit down and have sacrifice. And, then, and when they got finished with all of that, they got up to sin and to play. They got up to do all that they wanted to do. Whatever was in their heart, whatever they was doing, they was doing them. I'm going to do me boo. And, and someone else said, yeah, me too. But, uh, but listen, God saw it all. But somebody, somebody here among the peers of Ezekiel said, we're not going to do that. We're going to hold on and keep sacrificing and keep living the life that God has called us to live. Even while, if we're going through this, if the situation, look around you, man. Look around you, girl. If the situation that you're dealing, you see the, the condition already around you is not good, why in the world would you say, well, you know what? I think I'll uh, disobey what God is saying. You know, what, can, what else can happen? I'm going to, you know, and, and I, I, shh, I'm going on Tinder. Meet me somebody. I'm I'm going on. I, I'm going. What is the uh, uh, Upwork now? Upwork Christian Christian mingle. They got a name for it. You know, Christians like to mingle too. Listen, you better mingle with God. You better get all wrapped, tied up, mingling in His Word, and get some stability, some spiritual stability in your life. Mighty God, bless you, Lord. Well, Pastor, listen. I'm telling you what the Word of God says. Uh huh. God can work things out. He can, he can do what, uh, what no other power on earth can do. The Bibles tell us that they shall enter into my sanctuary and they shall come near to my table. Can't you see yourself sitting at God's table? Can't you see yourself approaching him because he has made you worthy? Uh, the Bible tells us that, uh, that Jesus told the disciples, he said, pray that you be found worthy. So now you know something that when you're praying, Lord, bless me to be found worthy. You know, when you're praying, Lord, help me. Lord, if you call me tonight, Lord Jesus, uh, you, you know, uh, if you just happen to, I don't have to, you don't got to be sick. You ain't got to be nothing. You know, it could just be time. The Lord could just be enjoying your fellowship Thank you. and tell you to come on. Enoch, walk with God. And the Bible said he was not because God took him. The fellowship was great. I, I'm looking for the fellowship. I'm practicing what I preach. And I, I know you listening to you are too. We all in the, we're, this is something we're in together. If you on my team and I'm, on, and I'm saying I'm on your team of, of holiness, I'm on your team of righteousness. Uh-huh. We're practicing, uh, we're practicing living unto the Lord. That's our practice. That's our lifestyle. We're about this life, as the Lord told Peter and John to tell them uh, about this life. We're about this life. Uh, then you know, as well as I do, that uh, our goal is to be able to stand in his presence, Thank you. to meet at the table, yes. and to minister unto him, yes. and, and to keep his charge. Yes. And he said, and it, the 17th verse says, and it shall come to pass that when they enter into the gates of the inner court, they shall be clothed with linen garments and no wool shall come upon them while they minister in the gates of the inner court and within. They shall have linen bonnets upon their heads and they shall have linen breeches upon their loins. 
They shall not gird themselves with anything that causes sweat. See, talk about some cool clothing. Something that's going to keep you ventilated. Something that's going to keep you cool so that you not just perspire, but you're going to be pristine, in other words. Mm -hmm. God's going to make us pristine. And when they go forth into the utter court, even into the utter court, to the people, they shall put off their garments there, wherein they minister and lay them in the holy chambers. And they shall put them on other garments. And they shall... Uh, and they shall not sanctify the people with their garments. So, so don't think that you're going to uh, see people think that, oh, man, uh, well, my mother was saved. My grandmother was saved. My, and we're going to get a taste of that because they live right now. You better do this. You got to do this for yourself. Yeah. Neither shall that. they shave their heads, suffer any locks to grow, uh, to grow long. They only pull their heads. Neither shall they shall any priest drink wine when they enter into the inner court. So when we come to church, we need to have some practice some sobriety. Uh huh. You need to be sober minded. Yes. Uh, not drunk off this world. Not drunk off of situations that are going. Listen, all of us are going to deal with situations. We're going to deal with some things we don't like, but don't don't let that cause you to stagger. Don't let that cause you to become so. Uh, inebriated uh, so that you can't think straight but uh, remember whose you are remember who you are remember who you are and remember whose you are Yes, hallelujah. you belong to the Lord Thank you, Jesus. so be sober minded be sober uh huh uh, be so won't he do it yes he will listen neither Shall any priest drink wine when they enter into the inner court? Neither shall they take for their uh, wives. He's getting into structure. Uh, their wives, nor her that is put away, but shall take maidens of the seed of the house of Israel or a widow that has been, that had a priest. In other words, someone that is familiar with your responsibilities. You. Ministers, it's important. I, I know you want that, that, that uh that trophy got me a trophy wife but that's not what the bible says you know you're gonna find yourself uh somebody uh i think i'll say that for a brotherhood meeting but uh, some many want a trophy i want a trophy listen that comes with a price uh-huh and and it may be a price that you can't afford and so you really need to think what is it i need you know, I was I was going down the street and some and I was listening to uh, to someone talk and they, they was talking about what you really need. When you go to buy something and you stop, you say, Do I really need that? Is that something I really need? And sometimes you may say no. Other times you may try to you try to reason yourself into it so that you, you can psych yourself up to get it and then find out that it came with a price. Find out that now you're making monthly payments that you really are tired of and you, you wish you didn't you didn't trade that car in. You wish you didn't buy that uh, those shoes. You wish you didn't run that car. You wish when it's too late. You find out it came with a price. You knew it came with one, but you psych yourself up so much that I can I can deal with that only to find out that it was a lot more than what you was willing to do. 
And so the Bible said that the Lord instructed them what they needed, what they needed. Don't, don't run out and, and grab just anybody, but grab a wife and, and uh, don't grab one that's been put away because she's going to have some, some mental issues. She's going to have some serious problems, some baggage that you're going to have to deal with. And this ain't the time for that. But they shall take maintenance of the seed of the house of Israel uh, or the widow that is a priest. So if a minister was married and, and he passed and his wife, uh, she will understand the work of the ministry. You need someone that's, that know how to help you in ministry. Yeah. Someone that knows how to work with you. Better yet, willing to work with you yeah, in ministry. Uh, not just sitting around talking about, well, I'm the pastor's wife. Serve me. You know, uh, um, try, no, but somebody that know how to help. Uh, I believe it was Anna. Anna was in the temple, but she was a, a and she served the Lord. Uh, she was a, a widow and she did not leave the temple. She served the Lord constantly. Uh, but when you when you look at the word of God, and that's not who I was trying to trying to talk about there. But uh, but I, I believe it was Elizabeth. Elizabeth understood her husband. And in the process, uh, he went to the temple to minister. And while he was at the temple ministering, I, I believe that she understood enough of his responsibility that she wasn't calling and paging him and beeping him when you coming home. Because she knew and understood his responsibility. You need someone to understand and know your responsibility. Uh, whether it is a, a woman that is in ministry or a male that is in ministry, you need someone that know and understand your responsibility. So, uh, and so therefore you need to be careful. And that's what the Lord is, is telling them. They got to be careful. And so Zachariah, uh, uh, his father, uh, was, was in the temple ministering, and his wife uh, gave birth to John, uh, who went forth to talk about the coming of the Lord before he arrived. And so they would teach. The Bible said that, uh, that the Lord warned them and said, and they shall teach my people the difference between the holy and profane. Now that's what we're doing here at Cornerstone. We're talking about that which is holy and that which is not holy. Yeah. There's a difference between holy and unholy. Yeah. Well, everybody else is doing it, and, well, you know, it looked fun, and, uh, you know, uh, were they trying to reach the young, and, you old folk, and, you need to understand what is holy and what is not holy. You know, it's just like you need to know how to go to work. Because you get a job don't mean you know how to go to work. You might get there on time, but it don't mean that you know how to work it. See, there's a, there's a different, there's a mentality, there's something else that goes on when you have employment. There is a whole learning curve that is to be done. Well, same thing with God. Same thing with live and save. There is a learning curve. There is something that you need to know uh, about service. Mm -hmm. There's something you need to know about service. And so they will teach that which is between, uh, between holy and profane and cause them to discern between the, un between the unclean and the clean. Can you discern which is what's right? Now, I'm not talking about you see somebody smoking when it ain't right. No, 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 wait a minute. It goes a little deeper than that. Uh, well, they, 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 they on drugs. No, it go a little deeper than that. Well, I saw them uh, getting, it goes deeper than that. 
You need to understand what is clean and what is unclean. I'm not condoning anything. I'm just saying that you really need to understand some things. You need to understand. So many people feel that they got, you don't have, none of us have a monopoly with God. Now I'm not, I'm, I'm uh, where we at? We at the, uh, let me read a few more verses here. 24 verses and in controversy, they shall stand in judgment. Uh, oh, don't judge me. I, I already told you, I don't want to judge you, but the word of God says that we are judges. And we will, once we tell you what the word of God says, that's judgment in itself. And they shall judge it according to my judgment, see? And they shall keep my laws and my statutes and all my assemblies, and they shall hallow my Sabbath. And they shall come at no dead person. I'm not going to go into that, that, that those verses there, but I want you to finish reading. We're coming to, uh, to the end of what, uh, coming very close to the end in the book of Ezekiel. I'm going to let you finish reading this chapter out from that uh, 25th verse through, no, 24th verse, 24th verse through to the, uh, to verse 31. Read it. Uh, don't, don't say, I'm going to read it tomorrow. Read it tonight. Uh, read it tonight. Uh, if you at work, turn, uh, turn on Bible Gateway and finish listening to that uh, chapter. Uh, why you instead of listening to the music or, or watching Netflix or whatever you're doing, uh, listen to the word of God. And so uh, I want you to think about something. I'm, I'm, I'm stopping. I'm done right there. But I want you to think about what the word of God is saying. The Bible said five was wise and five was foolish. Five were wise and five were foolish. Five said, well, I'm, I'm going and it don't take, I'm not taking all of that with me because I don't need to take all of that. I don't need to, five were wise, five were foolish. Isn't that a 50% was wise and 50% was foolish? 50% was wise and 50% right in, all of them was virgins. All of them had saved themselves for the bridegroom. But the Bible said five, 50% of them was wise and 50% of them was foolish. I'm going to leave that alone for right now. But just like the ministers that we just read about in the book of Ezekiel, some of them was wise and some of them was foolish. We need to pay attention. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson with Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. I pray that I said something that, it, that has helped you this evening. Certainly, I'm, I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. Father, I, I, I thank you for your goodness, for your word today, Lord. I pray and ask that you would bless those that have, have paid attention. Those that will listen later, Lord God, certainly we want to remember them and ask that you would bless them, Lord. I, I pray, not just praying a blessing, but I, I decree a blessing upon those that, as your word has already spoken, those that hear, those that, that are uh, reading, and those that are keeping your testimony. Lord God, I thank you right now, and I ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. 
Lord God, each one that shares the gospel, shares the link to your word, to the to connecting truth. Lord God, those that share to inside the pages, Lord God, and, and encourage others to listen, bless them, Lord. Lord God, I ask this in the name of Jesus. We'll be careful to give your name and praise and glory. Hallelujah. 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 Bless you, Lord God. Listen, the songs featured are respectively the property of our songsters, the artists, and their producers. Uh, remember, love somebody, bless somebody, encourage somebody. You be encouraged. You be blessed. Don't forget to ask somebody. Let somebody know it's good to be me. Uh-huh. Let somebody know. Just tell them it's good to be me. Matter of fact, just ask them. Don't you think it's good to be me? Tell them to repeat it to themselves. God bless you. Love you. Remember to pray for me as I'm praying for you. Almighty God, in Jesus' name. search high and low. You realize there's nobody greater than the Lord. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, Lord. Nobody greater than you. Never will be. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, Lord. Nobody greater than you. You ought to find your song that you can sing to the Lord. Find a praise or a worship that, that even when things aren't going right, you have that praise, you have that worship in your heart that you can just begin to sing that melody unto him. 